0: good morning good morning so i'm just gonna be completely completely honest and get like straightforward to this episode and this episode simply is just get up and do it again you know what i'm saying like just do it again i'm gonna be honest with you guys i had got like discourage from from doing these podcasts cuz i really just like i didn't think that or believe that i'm just going to start a podcast and everyone's just going to flood to it that was never a thought you if you listen to it if you haven't i've said in in all my other pod, all my other episodes on this podcast that if i only get one person to hear it then i'm happy for that one and i've always been happy for that one my discouragement just It just came from everything that I'm trying to do. Um, God just gave me so much to get out. And it became overwhelming because one part of my life was going so good. Like as far as the me being out in the public, me getting the podcast up and running, me doing, me blogging my makeup line, like me doing makeup and hair and, and writing books and just everything he has, that was beginning to go so good. But then my personal life began to like fall apart and crumble. And for me, I've always struggled with depression for years, years and years and years. It took years for me to even realize that I was depressed. And so now that I've, Notice my depression, like realize that I am depressed, that I suffer from it. Um. Now, what I do is I I like I dive into my depression, not to the point where I'm like, you know, suicide and things like that. Even though that even was a, like this weekend was such a struggle for me, like I cried the entire weekend. There was not a moment. <laughs> that I just did not cry because you know that's that was just my depression. Nothing really happened that just made me go into this depression. You know, I, I call it my moments of um stretching. Like I I realized that whenever I hit that low um instead of me just losing it and letting go, I'll cry. I would allow myself to go through it, but then but then I would pull back and God always uses those moments to speak to me and redirect me. And I love it. Like I used to just dread depression because I hate crying. Like y'all understand, like I'm a strong person. Like normally I'm strong. I hate crying. Like I don't like the female emotions. I don't want to feel anything. I just want to just keep going and do what I have to do. But it's so important to stop and take those moments. It's even better to do it before the moments hit, but if you cannot stop and do it before the moments, it's important to stop during those moments. Like I sent my kids with my uh, family member, my sister and my brother, and, cause I just knew that I would not be able to effectively work through what I was feeling and going through if I had the responsibilities of my kids. And I don't care how that sounds to some people like, oh, you're a bad mother. You sent your kids away. I don't care. I didn't give my kids up. They're just going for a couple of days to a week because I just know for me what I need to do in order to be the mother I need to be for them. And I can't do that constantly constantly burying things because I have to focus on getting them up, getting them ready for school and doing hair and getting them dressed and packing lunches. And then when they leave and go to school, I still don't have time to just sit and be depressed because I have to clean up behind them. I have to still go shopping. I have to handle all my business to handle during the day. I got to get back to the house in time to get them out of school, get them lunch. Get them, you know, get homework done. That takes like three hours sometimes because there's a struggle. They might be tired. And my baby girl's five. She's in kindergarten, so she's still adjusting to being in school and doing homework. So that's a whole, a whole nother thing. And so then I got to cook dinner and then there's bath time and I'm strict on schedules and I hate breaking my schedules. And in between all of this, I still have ministry work I have to do. I still got to get, it's just with all of that going on, being depressed and trying to handle that stuff can lead to suicide. And I want to make make you aware of the signs of that. And the most important thing for me was to just shut down completely, like clear my space. I needed to get my energy back. I'm I'm so big on energy and vibes. And like, it's, you know, that's just, I need it. If I don't have, if like, if I'm, feeling depressed. It's because something around me, my energy is chaotic and I cannot function in chaos. I can't operate in it. Like I shut down. Like I don't like it. That's, I mean, I like my space to be very peaceful, very just, you know, I don't even know the word to give it. I just love positive energy, positive vibes, a good energy, a good atmosphere. So, you know, for a while because I was doing so much, I didn't realize that I was, I was battling depression. And so when I looked up and seen that I pulled back on releasing episodes on my podcast and I wasn't doing um, my videos on Instagram, um, my quotes or anything, I wasn't blogging. It became very uh, standstill. That's when I realized, oh my God, you're okay, listen to, are you depressed again? Here we are, we're here in this point, now let's deal with it. And so, you know, I shut down. I made some hard decisions, but they were very necessary because I, in in me shutting down, I was able to see clearly the areas in my life that was chaotic. And I had to get that together because I got unstable and I can't be unstable. Like when you know yourself, You know your limits. And I know that when I'm emotionally unstable, my choices are horrible. I do not make good decisions. I do not. um, I don't make wise decisions. I overlook things that, you know, I should have focused on. I procrastinate in areas that I really shouldn't have procrastinated and it affected another area. And so because I know my limits, I know what I have to do. And it was so hard to, like, leave this relationship that wasn't going bad. It, it just wasn't going anywhere. You know, it became very stagnant. And I've spent time convincing myself of something otherwise. And like I said, I love that man. It was good. Um, he really, he sparked that, that flame in me that died. Like I, I, I didn't want love anymore. I didn't believe in, um, a marriage. I didn't want it. Like, I didn't even think that I can have it. I had a moment of like, why would I even believe or think that I can have happiness and love and ministry and success and everything? Like I, oh man, it's just, I realized that that, that part of me was very chaotic and it was like a ripple effect through the rest, through the other parts of my life. It was like a domino effect, like, and, um, you know, like I, and I had to just be honest with myself and, and with him, I'm not trying to be nobody's professional girl, professional girlfriend or professional secret or any of that. I am a wife. I am a mother but I am no one's girlfriend. I I'm about to be 32 and I accepted a long time ago that single life is not for me. That a woman is not supposed to be alone. They just they teach that man rep, or not it's not good for men to be alone, but it's not good for women to be alone either. Because again, when I'm okay, yeah, I'm going biblical biblical when God put Adam and Eve in the in in the garden he put Adam first and then he gave him Eve the 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 misconception is is always or let's see not misconception yeah well misconception the misconception is is uh Eve is the reason to why uh the curse has happened Adam's the reason why Eve fell and the truth of it is is that he put two people in in one place. The purpose was for those two to become one flesh. The error was that two people were placed in one garden, but they walked on two different ends of the garden. It was the becoming one flesh is where the error happened. They had sex so that adam would know her and then adam named her eve and named her who you know he he was doing his assignment with his wife instead of just covering and cultivating her bringing her along with him she went over to the other end it was like it was almost as if there was no communication There was no conversation. God gave her, he talked to her, God talked to Adam separately. And this could just be my belief, but I don't believe that he talked to them together. I do not believe that they talked. We never read anything about Adam and Eve communicating to each other. We did read what God said to Adam, we read that he then gave Adam Eve from his rib. Then we read that Adam then knew Eve had intimacy with Eve. And then we read that Eve had intimacy with the serpent. And then we read that they fell. Then we read that there was a curse. Then we read that they were banished. We never ever read that there was a moment of communication between Adam and Eve. Even when the fall happened, Even when the one moment that they communicated, it was when she gave Adam the apple and Adam took up the apple and ate it. Adam never spoke to Eve. There's so much revelation in that. I wasn't supposed to go there, (laughs) but he never spoke to Eve, which gave access for the serpent who let's just be clear on that too, was not a snake. He did not. The serpent never became a snake until the fall. Then God cursed him to crawl on his belly. So the misconception there is so many misconceptions, but there was not a snake in the garden. There was a serpent and a serpent is defined as a wicked person, an evil person. So that was a human, a person person we're not going to say human. We're going to say it was just a person in the garden talking to Eve. And if you know anything about that is that was after Lucifer was kicked out of heaven down to earth, not to hell. He was kicked down to earth. So, one so one man left a woman alone. They gave access to another man to tell her something different from what the first command was. Because there was no communication. That's crazy. That's crazy, guys. This podcast has turned into a whole, this episode has turned <laughs> into something else. There was no communication. The man never spoke to the woman. But the woman spoke to another man. Wow. I think what happens in relationships is that. Like we know that communication is a huge part of a relationship. This we know we've heard this for so many years but what happens in most relationships and why they never make it to marriage or why marriage is never, it's not successful. Like that rate is very low of successful marriages, but it's very high for divorces. Um, this communication is, is a lack of, um, especially when you, when you're in a relationship with the man that has a vision with the man that is in ministry with the man that is a leader with the man that, uh, That's just that's an influencer, a business owner. When you are with men like those, they tend to consume themselves in their assignments and they often tend to leave their woman alone. And that's where most problems come from. I used to say when I was younger, listen, don't let me be alone and have time to think, because if I have time to think, it's not going to be good. It's just just not going to be good because it's just not going to be good. I guarantee you nine times out of ten, it will not be good anyway. And the relationship will end because if I have time to be alone, then I have time to think. And then the devil has time to get into my mind. The devil has time to, to turn or he don't even turn things bad. What he does is he point out the weak parts of the relationship, he point out the areas that he know he can get into. And uh, that's why it's so important that you do not leave a woman unattended and you do not stop communicating with her. Because when that happens, a serpent is able to speak to her. And the crazy thing was is he didn't it was like he forced Eve to bite the apple. He didn't tell her anything different than what she already heard. He told her the same thing she heard not to do. He just he just talked to her. He just had a conversation. He was nice. He was charming. <laughs> He talked with her. That was it. He showed her attention in a way that Adam wasn't doing. Because had Adam fulfilled his assignment with his wife and not just his assignment on earth, that wouldn't have happened. And that is where the curse keeps happening in relationships. Let's break it. Let's break that. And so I knew that. I had to make this very hard decision, and I had to end the relationship because I seen the danger, and I seen what, was, what could happen. I seen me potentially saying something or doing something that could permanently damage the friendship, the relationship, the vision, the ministry, and I was—I will not— one thing I will always say is I will never be a that that Delilah spirit will never take me, Jezebel will never overtake me, Athaliah will never get me, or Athelia. I haven't I haven't figured out how to say her name, but I'll call her Athaliah because it just sounds better to me. But they are never going to consume. They will never subdue me ever. It would never happen. And like I said, I had to make a really hard decision and and shut it down. And so I want to encourage you guys to make those hard choices because God always has something better on the other side when you do. Just commit to it. Trust the process. Most importantly, trust God more. And if it's meant, it's meant. It'll happen. And if it's not, don't feel bad. I don't feel bad. I cried. I did. But I don't feel bad. I just knew I had to do what was needed for me, and until I have a husband, I would I can't put no one else's needs before mine's. That type of love is is sacred for one, and that's for him, my husband. So when I get married, that is the one I would give that to. But until then, me myself, I am more my my mental. Stability and my emotional stability and my spiritual stability is so much more important than my physical stability, my flesh. Like, I don't need to have sex to be okay. I'm okay without all that. I'm okay being alone. And uh, that's my prayer for you. That my prayer for you, whoever's listening to this, is that you will find peace in being by yourself. You will find peace in your choices and decisions. You will find peace in in every area of your life that you feel is weak, that you feel like you cannot control, that you feel like you can't uh, change on your own, God will do the work for you. You just have to make the choice to let Him do it. And that is my prayer for you. That is my encouragement. That is just my inspiration on this morning. Have a great, great morning. On purpose, we are all going to next level, and uh, your girl gonna be here every step of the way for you.